We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Thursday, it is September 22nd. We have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Good slate for Thursday. NFL, Thursday night football as well. Good thing that game kind of stinks. So we're going to focus on baseball today. The NFL Morning Grind Podcast for the main slate will be out on Thursday morning, like always. So if you're looking for that, you can find that um, in the Roto-Grinders feed, Morning Grind feed on whatever you're listening to your podcast, iTunes or whatever. Joined today by Drizzy Man himself, Mr. Dre. What's happening, my friend? Um, Not much. Just doing pretty good over here. Just trying to, you know, take down some, um, make some good money tonight, play, um, play some, some bets, but trying to see what I could do more with the rest of the night to see how it goes. Yeah, man. Um, should be interesting to see how this night plays out for me, but we'll see. Um, if you guys haven't already, make sure you head on over to our sponsor, Sleeper. Use the promo code Grinders. That way, you can get in the squad. You get a hundred percent match bonus up to a hundred dollars. It automatically puts you in the RG group once you sign up with the promo code Grinders. So. Loving what they're doing over there on Sleeper. I know a lot of people have used it for season long for a long time, but uh, love what they're doing with the fantasy prop game. And um, I've been pick- putting stuff in the Sleeper squad chat on Roto-Grinders a lot here recently. So I have some stuff up tomorrow or Friday for some NFL week three action. So get in the squad, 
use promo code grinders, get that hundred percent match up to a hundred bucks and um, join the squad. Eight baseball games, six thirty-five Eastern start. We got three games on the early side of this slate. We get started here. Chicago Cubs at Pittsburgh taking on the Pirates. Win Winsky? Winsky? We'll just go with Winsky. I'm probably saying it wrong. If you're new to the morning grind, welcome. If not, then you're probably used to it by now. And then Keller on the other side, no total in this game. Um any interest here in Hayden Wiskinski? Winsinski? Uh, I think it's Winsinski, but trust yeah, me. Yeah, we'll the, roll with it. Yeah, we'll roll with it. I'm, I'm the same way. Trust me, Stevie. So, um, but no, I don't really have any interest in him right now. Um, maybe actually, maybe a little because because the price is 6900 It's going against Pittsburgh. Um, but I probably will, but I think I might want to pay up today at Pittsburgh, specifically more so on, on DraftKings of, of a play only, though for me uh but yeah that's really it yeah i mean 6900 going up against this terrible 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 pittsburgh lineup um i i mean i have i have slight interest in him in this spot because of the price tag because of the matchup he doesn't grade out as like a huge strikeout pitcher which I kind of want. I know he had like a 30% K rate through 15 innings this season. But if we look at like his AAA numbers on a higher note of like 90 pitches, um, you know, we don't see as many Ks. But coming over from the Yankees in a trade um, right around trade deadline time. So, I mean, maybe new organization. You look at what he's doing in AAA with the, the Cubs and what he's done in the majors. He's definitely shown a little bit more strikeout upside. So, I think at 6,900, assuming that he's going to throw 85-plus pitches, um, I, I think you have to have a little interest here against Pittsburgh. Uh, Mitch Keller on the other side of this game, I mean, kind of to the same point, right? Like, the Cubs offense going to throw, uh, I mean, a lot of righties at him here. They're, the strikeout rates that this team has been rolling out there, like yesterday, I think it was like 31%. I, I I don't want to play Mitch Keller, but he's 5,800 facing a bad Chicago Cubs team. Uh, I mean, both of these pitchers are interesting in their own. Yeah, definitely, for sure. That's the main reason why I would just have Mitch Keller in my player pool today, especially on DraftKings at 5,800. That price is just too cheap. Um, you get so many outside values with, with some of these bats on here that we might want to play today on this slate. So Keller's an option that I, I don't mind getting to, but um, – just got to see how it works out, where it falls. If I, can, if I have extra money where I can spend up, I will. But if it makes sense for me to uh, pay down at Keller just so I can get some more bats in, I'll be gladly I'll be gladly uh, do it on DraftKings today. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to if you need the, the salary or not. Um, you know, you have Verlander going up against Baltimore, uh, Bieber against the White Sox in a game that really matters. Urias against Arizona. I mean, we're going to talk about Urias, but I'm going to be very careful on Dodgers pitchers just throughout the rest of the season here. They're kind of in coast mode, but I mean, Woodruff, probably my favorite pitcher. He's 9,200. So if you're trying to get like Woodruff and maybe another, uh, maybe like go down to one of these cheap pitchers and, you know, load up on bats. I I don't hate that idea. So um, any interest here in the Cubs bats? Uh. I mean, more so as a secondary stack, 
Just only and only if if and only if they are using um and if they're you know, like um goodness gracious if I if if he's gonna be these pitchers are gonna be high owned at the bottom end of the slate tonight. Um, other than that, I'm really not gonna probably play them that much. But there are some hitters obviously you don't mind getting to on the Cubs side today. Um, obviously like um sorry, uh like like Patrick Wisdom. Higgins, if he's in the lineup as well. Um, just the power guys, so gold. So guys like that is why I would want to more have in my lineup today um, as one-offs or, like I said, a mini stack, but not not a primary stack for me today. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Ian Happ type. Uh, I mean, Ian Happ is okay. Fran Moray is just trying to chase, like, the power. Um, Corez, I think is his name, has been hitting leadoff in some scenarios. He's minimum salary on both sites. Um, just kind of looking for some value if I'm wanting to maybe pay up for two pitchers instead of using a cheap SP2. Uh, Pittsburgh bats on the other side of this game. Gosh, they're so bad. Um, I, I mean, Cruz at the top, Reynolds, Castro. If Gamble hits fourth, I could see mini stacking some of these lefties against a young pitcher. Um, but again, I'm not going out of my way to play bats from this game. I expect this total to come in at like seven and a half or eight. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like Cruz would definitely be a great one. Also with Gamble, I believe I believe those would be the first two. I'll try to get in there if I run like a four two stack or three two. But um but other than that, that not really gonna have any interest for this team much. Which per se, unless it's like I said, a mini, like a mini stack. That's all this game I think is just useful for me. It's just used as a as a mini stack or more so a secondary stack. All right, Milwaukee at Cincinnati. Brandon Woodruff going up against Mike Miner. No total in this game either. Um, Woodruff is ninety two hundred getting Cincinnati. This lineup is a lineup that is not very good either. Um, Milwaukee's in. I, I mean, they're in win mode, you know, so a spot like this for Woodruff, you know, the Brewers, I mean, they got to win a lot of games here down the stretch and they're going to need to get lucky as far as like the Phillies and the Padres. But I mean, they're in the hunt. So I think you have to have interest in Woodruff at 9,200, even in the great American small park against the Cincinnati team. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Like Brandon Woodruff on on like I said, ninety two hundred on, on DraftKings. That's a great price for him. On Fanduel, he's ten five, which is still a great price, I, I think, because of the upside that he presents with strikeout wise, and also, like you said, he has to go long innings, um, especially because they need the wins too. So he probably is the top pitcher overall. That I think I'm going to go with because they're trying to get in the playoffs. So and chase some other teams behind that they're behind. So uh, I love him today. Um, probably what's top overall pitcher. Can't, can't get enough of him. Yeah, like I said, I think he's my favorite pitcher on the slate. He's pitching well. I think 95-plus pitches. I think 10-plus strikeouts is his ceiling. So ton of interest in, in Woodruff here. And, I mean, he should get some run support as well uh, with Mike Miner on the other side of this game. The Brewers are not great against left-handed pitching, but Mike Miner, 404 Woba, 265 ISO, and a 16% K rate, 42% fly balls, and 39% hard contact against right-handed hitters this season. So they're going to be able to throw enough righties at him. While they might not be the best, I think this is an easy fade for me. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. I was just going to mention that too. Easy fade. There's no way I'm playing any of these guys at all. 
Um, I'm just going to try to tackle with that much as much as I possibly can uh, with these guys. Let's talk about these Brewers bats. Uh, McCutcheon, 3,600. Renfro might be my favorite hitter on the slate. He's 4K. This is a dream matchup for him. Low strikeout pitcher, big fly balls. Um, he's a ground ball hitter. So I love this spot for Renfro, and I like this spot a lot for McCutcheon. Adamus, obviously, you got to pay up for him, but I mean, you're getting. So many of these pieces here from Milwaukee cheap that, I mean, this is a great spot to, to attack the Brewers in Cincinnati. Yeah, all the righties, I love them today for sure. I I definitely, my favorite probably is going to be Adamus because he's been hitting the ball so well lately. Um, so Willie will be my favorite, but I like Renfro a lot, especially on Fandu at 2,900. That's a, that's a that's a great price for him. So um, they will catch it at 2,700. So these guys, I definitely don't mind taking anywhere from the lineup today. Um, and I don't don't sleep on a guy like uh, Louis Urias in the back half of the lineup as well as Rowdy Teles. I know he's a lefty, uh, but I think Mike, I think Teles gets him a little bit. Uh, since Minor does give up a little bit of fly balls at thirty nine point five percent to lefties, um, so I think that uh, Teles still has a chance to go yard there um, today. Any interest in the Cincinnati bats on the other side? No, just faking them completely. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been plenty of times this year where uh, I've attacked some of these Cincinnati bats like Freddle and Fraley. And you could maybe chase a home run, but I'm going to probably stay away from this situation tomorrow. Toronto at Tampa. Barrios against what it looks to be a long, re- long relief situation for Yarborough. Um, no total in this game, which is typical for a bullpen long relief type situation. Uh, any interest here in Barrios going against Tampa at sixty six hundred? Tough. Um, maybe on at sixty six hundred on Fanduel because that price is so cheap. I want uh, maybe a little bit because I think he's cheaper. If I'm correct, he is. He's cheaper than uh, Wazinski. Um, and tip, and, and it's also in the pitcher's park in, in Tampa, so I might have a little bit more interest in him just for that fact alone. That that's it, really though. Yeah, I mean, the problem with Tampa is you just have to wait and see what the lineup looks like. Some days they roll lineups out there with huge strikeout rates, but with with Franco back, I mean, it just adds a, a solid bat at the top of the order. Peralta in the in the trade before the deadline, a good bat in the lineup. A Rosarina, a good bat in the lineup. So you have to kind of look and see what the lineup looks like. And my, my biggest concern here with Barrios is he really just hasn't had any strikeout upside here recently, and we have plenty of strikeouts on this slate, so I don't think I play him here. Um, but I know for a fact I don't want to play Ryan Yarbrough 60 pitches against Toronto's righties. Um, this is an easy stay-away spot for me. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. I, I agree with that. I'm not touching him at all. <laughs> just just I'll, the, way, the way Tampa's been, been playing lately, I'm surprised uh, that they've lost a lot, well, especially the Houston, like the way they, they have in the past couple of games, but even though it is Houston. Um, so I, I definitely just going to stay away from it altogether. Start bats. Um, I mean, when we're looking at Yarbrough's numbers on this season, he only has a 15% K rate with a 350 Woba against righties. This game is in Tampa. Toronto is expensive. I mean... They're always a team that I feel like you can stack, but I feel like they're a team that has let us down so much this year as well. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Toronto? 
Yeah, Toronto definitely has let us down, but they've been hot, kind of hot lately. Um, they, 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 I think they just had like uh, the other night a 15, 15, 16 run game, 18 run, something like that. Um, I'll, I'll take some chances with some stacks, especially in tournaments, uh, big field GPP tournaments. I think they're going to come in probably a little bit lower old than what they should be. Um, just because of just because of the history of them, but and the prices are all like Bobich had sixty two hundred on on, on FanDuel because he's just been hitting the ball so well and consistent lately. So I I definitely don't mind taking this uh some stance of some of these guys um since they are going to be an expensive stack to get to, um hence they're going to be low owned. So and I don't mind it especially because they have the upside to break a slate on any given night. Yeah. Uh... I mean, they have the upside to go crazy here, and like like you said, break the slate. Um, I don't have a ton of interest in Tampa on the other side of this game. I think I think Franco is still too cheap at forty four hundred at a position at shortstop where there's a lot of opportunity costs at the top end. And I mean, if you're punting, you're punting. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Tampa? Yeah, Tampa. I'm not going to probably get much interest in them uh, or have much interest in saying them. Today, uh, Franco, I think that forty four hundred, like you said, is a good price for him. Um, other than that, I don't mind taking maybe some shots on. Uh, if you want to go with like Paredes, um, or or Ramirez as well, make like a mini stack against uh, Barrios, but that's really it. Um, they'll be for me. It's more of a secondary stack, not if it, not um, not a primary. All right, we got Houston at Baltimore. Verlander against Bradish. Verlander 10-7 here. No total out in this game, which worries me a little bit. Um, I mean, Houston has clinched the division. They're coasting right now to, I mean, clinching the AL as well. They're nine games up on the Yankees. Um, it's eight games. They're nine games up in the win column, but I think they're eight games up on them. Um, I mean, they're nine and one in the last ten games. My only concern here is we get a really weak Houston lineup and we get like an 80-pitch Verlander outing. And, I mean, he just dominated Oakland in 80 pitches, but they have no reason to throw this guy deep into games right now. Coming back um, after like three weeks, he, he pitched really well against Oakland. It was Oakland, but I just don't know what his ceiling is here at 10-7. Uh, what are your thoughts on Verlander? Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, his price, his price on, on DK what is is ten seven, and on Fanduel it's it's eleven. I I don't know if I can pay that like you said for eighty pitches. Uh, this Houston team just scares me as a whole because I don't, I don't know if I really want to play them that much because like you said, unless unless I get a lot of it, we know who's going to be pitch hit for or not because they took they took your run out of the game today. Um, pretty early as well. I think Jose Altuve got only two at bats, if I'm correct. So you got to be very, very, very careful with who you play on this team. Um, if you're going to go all in with them, go all in. But if not, then then, then I would say don't play them at all. That, that's the way I think I'm going to approach it today. It's either I'm going to full stack them or I'm not going to at all. Um, or maybe just have a few one-offs of guys who I think can hit a whole run like here and there um, at their first at bat because it might be their only at bat too. Yeah, I had just uh, I think I'm gonna stay away from Verlander here and he could burn me. I mean, he is Justin Verlander and the ageless wonder. I mean, the guy just continues to dominate 27% Ks on the season, just 
continues to dominate. I mean, in Baltimore, they're so hit or miss that he, I mean, he has the ceiling. It's just, it's tough for me to play him knowing the situation for Houston in general here. And Bradish, the only way I get Bradish here is if Houston rolls out like the B squad. Um, you know, that's something here over the last two, two and a half weeks. We're right under two and a half weeks of the season that you're just going to have to pay attention to. Um, when you get these really bad lineups, like guys become a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. So th- that's the only way that I would definitely play it for sure. Like I mentioned before, uh, with the Houston, well, have my thoughts on Houston. I'm either going to be all on them or not going to really play much of them at all. So Braddis is going to be the same way based on the, all the way the lineup is, like you were mentioning. Uh, any interest in the Houston bats here? Uh, like I said, I have a lot of interest in them. I would love to play them, but I got to see the lineup how they how they roll it out first, and just judge it by the way I feel. But I probably I'm going to be really really low on them compared to all the other lineups today or other teams that I'm playing for, uh, for something, just because I know that they're going to pull some guys from their lineup today. That's the main reason. Yeah, I think for me, Houston's going to be in that scenario for the rest of the season where it's stack or fade. I mean, I'm not one-offing these guys. You have no idea what they're going to do with these guys right now. Um, So I think it's stack or fade for me on Houston. And then the Baltimore side, even if Verlander only goes like 70 or 80 pitches, that's that's two, potentially three at-bats against like Verlander and I'm not touching them. And the Houston has one of the best bullpens in baseball. I am I'm with you right there. I'm going to fade them completely and not be on them. Yeah, no no need to do it today. Atlanta at Philadelphia. Max Freed going up against Ranger Suarez. Hey, we have a total in this game. It's eight. The Braves are a 160 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Max Freed? Uh, yes, this price is 8300 which is, a, I think, a, a really good price for him. Um, going against uh, going against Philly. Philly does tend to strike out some time at a pretty decent rate, so I don't mind taking some shots on on him for um, today. Um, uh, I know uh, and he 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 rarely ever gets blown up too. So, eighty three hundreds, I think, is a sweet spot for for him, especially with DK. So, I'll be a little all over him. Uh, he probably my highest middle pitcher, mid mid tier pitcher. My favorite probably pitcher at that price to pair with uh with Woodruff. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't mind Freed. He's not a huge K guy. He could go deep into this game. They're still pitch playing for something. He's not my favorite, but I like the price tag, like you're saying. And, I mean, they're probably going to play Schwarber and Harper, and they've been playing Stott against lefties. So there's plenty of strikeouts here for Freed. It's just he's not been pitching great. He just faced his team. He struggled with command in that game. Maybe this is a bounce-back spot on the road. Um He's pitched a little bit better on the road this season than at home, but it's not like drastic home road splits, so it's tough to just you know point that out. But I don't hate Freed. I don't love Freed. I don't mind the price tag um, for Max Freed today. Ranger Suarez on the other side of this game, though, just not a huge strikeout pitcher. Ground ball pitcher to the max. Um, so like if Babip's in his favor, he could go deep into games um the problem is 
when you can't strike out the Braves and how patient they are, they can just work pitchers to death, and it's such a tough lineup to play a lefty against. So I think I'm going to fade Ranger Suarez today. I completely agree with you for uh, for sure today, especially with that like 7,200. I'd rather just get down to some of the other pitchers we mentioned earlier before and play those guys. All right, let's talk bats. Um, Atlanta, I think they're stackable. They're not my favorite stack today just because Ranger Suarez is such a great ground ball pitcher. But, I mean, Acuna, Swanson, Riley has some of the best numbers in baseball against left-handed pitching. Contreras is a is a power catcher against lefties. Um, you get Grisham down there towards the bottom. Grossman down the towards the bottom. He's always been better from the right side of the plate. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Braves? Yeah, I I I get it. I I since they have something to play for, I can see them putting up a lot of runs and they and definitely going off here. So I like them. Um, Riley's probably like I said, Riley's probably my favorite my favorite bat here, especially against the left against the lefty. Um, don't mind some swats and the Kuya as well too. Um, so yeah, to me as a whole, I think would be on them a lot more. Um, and hopefully that the public and just see how it turns out for me. Any interest here in Philly? Uh, not really. Uh, like I, the thing about this is Max Free does not really get blown up, so uh, it's hard to say. I, I really would love to, but I probably would have to fade them. If not, just maybe run like some one offs with them. But that's really all there will be is one offs. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in Philly. Freed's just not a guy I like to stack against. Up next, we got my Sox against your Yankees. Eight and a half total in this game. The Yankees are 175 favorite. Waka against Tyon. Um, any interest here in Michael Waka? Uh, the Yankees have been playing well lately. Uh, his price is 8,100. I'm probably not going to be interest, interested in him because I go up and get freed for a little bit more. Um, I mean, but they... I have a little bit, but not that much. It's just a tough matchup, though, because Yankees could – you don't know what Yankees are going to get. But lately, they've been, they've been playing well. So, right now, I would probably fade him. Yeah, I mean, Waka is not a huge strikeout pitcher. He does generate a lot of soft contact with his changeup. And looking at the numbers for the Yankees against changeups, this could be a plus matchup for Michael Waka at 8,100 at really low ownership. Put up 36 fantasy points against the Yankees earlier this year. I agree with Dre. They're rolling right now. Um, Aaron Judge is the best hitter in baseball right now and all season. Um, I, it's tough, but I think if you're rolling like 150 here, Dre, I think he has to make your player pull. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Because the Yankees strike out. You know, they have a ton of power, and this game is in Yankee Stadium, um, which is always scary. But, they I mean, there's plenty of strikeouts here. Donaldson's at 28. Stanton's at 30. Cabrera's at 29. Even Judge having a fantastic season's at, like, 24%. So, there are plenty of strikeouts here. It's just super scary. So, I think you would really, really stick to large field tournaments with Waka, and I think you'd want to have a, a, quite a few lineups before you start playing some Waka here, but as much as I criticize the Yank or the Red Sox for getting Waka, he's 11-1, and one, he's having a fantastic underrated season, um, so I, I have to eat my hat there. Uh, Jamison Tyon, though, he's not having a fantastic season. This guy is just rough, and I, I mean, the Red Sox, they're not hitting the ball 
at all. They always show up for these games against the Yankees, and the Yankees always show up for the games against the Red Sox. It's just a tale old as time for baseball. But Tyon's at like a 20% K rate this season, 9.5% swinging strike rate. Just can't get guys out. Like he'll have a game or two where he'll have some strikeouts against good strikeout teams. But as bad as the, as bad as the Red Sox are, they still don't strike out a ton. They put the ball in play. Like JD, he strikes out. Fam, they picked him up. He strikes out. But there's not a ton of strikeouts in this lineup. So I think I'm staying away from Jamison Tyon today. I definitely am too. Uh, just giving him too much hard contact to both sides of the plate, uh, and a lot of uh, and also fly balls as well, mainly to lefties too. And they have a plethora of those guys uh, that that can hit the ball that are lefties. So I I am completely off tie uh, in this matchup. Yeah, I mean I like Devers here for the Red Sox, but outside of him, I mean the Red Sox just have not been rolling. Um, I mean, mini stack maybe with like Bogarts for Dugo or Fam, but my interest in the Red Sox is definitely Devers in Yankee Stadium with that short porch and right. Um, I, I think this is a great spot for Devers. I I completely agree in a way, but I'm gonna go with them as a I don't buy them as a whole sack, just like you said, they get up for these games and the Yankees are still going to roll their guys out there. They started rolling roll them back. I, I think they pulled Judge, but I think that's only because uh, he, his last two, I think, at bats were, like, just intentional walks, if I'm correct. They're not trying to let him really get that 61-hole uh, run. And what, what better way to do it than against the Red Sox? So Walk him every at-bat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As a, as a, as a Red Sox fan, I, it's, it's, like, so hard for me. But Aaron Judge is just, like, he's a good dude. And, like, you respect the talent so much. Like, I never liked Jeter, but I always respected the talent. Um, And, I mean, I actually like Judge. I wish he wasn't a Yankee, but you have to like the dude. Like, he just – he hits the baseball so hard that as a baseball fan, you're just like, dang. You know? So, yeah. I completely agree with you. So, I, and that's what makes me love the Yankees today, too. But I I do love the ball. So I love this game as a whole. I think it's going to go over for sure. Uh, and yeah, Devers, Fam, Verdugo. I, I just I'm just gonna get all of them. I'm gonna get a lot of them today, including even JD, uh, who's been seeing sort he's been hitting the ball a little bit better lately today. So uh, I'll I'll play these guys for sure. Let's talk Yankees. Uh, gosh, this is not a great spot for them. Um, they have so much power and they hit the ball in the air so much that I think you could play them against anybody. Waka just does a great job with the changeup, and my model hates the Yankees today because their numbers again, like the batted ball profile against the changeup, isn't great, and that's why he dominated them once this year. But I think if you're playing anything more than like three teams on any given slate, you should stack the Yankees. So Aaron Judge is on the gosh, he's on a roll, man. Um, sixty home runs on the season, triple crown leader in the end of September, it's just wild. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think you have to have some interest in the Yankees. If you're playing a bunch of teams in a three entry max scenario, I mean, I, I judge is in the category where I'm playing him every day until he hits 70. Um, like, <laughs> uh, like I uh, just, I don't love this spot against Waka. I agree. I, I, I get that. And I understand. I, I kind of agree in a way, but I just think the Yankees here, they're, they're like he's, like I said before, they're on a roll right now. Um, 
I did, and I think after that comeback win yesterday with the Grand Slam to the walk off Grand Slam by saying, I, that brought just so much life into them. Uh, they were playing a lot better. Harrison Bader has been a great, uh, has been great for us so far. Uh, I, I I think I like this matchup for them, even though it's going to be low owned, which is also positive. And that's the time I think you want to play the Yankees too, where they are low owned, especially in Yankee Stadium, where they have a chance to. Uh, hit the ball at the park. And it's it's more of a favorable hitters park for sure. Uh, and like you said, Judge always has a chance to has a chance to go for sixty one. So if anything, roll out him as a one off in, in in your lineup. So if you're especially if you're uh, maxing. Yeah, but the thing like the Yankees too is they're a team. There's only a few teams in baseball that have the ability to put up like six plus runs in one inning. Um, so even if Walker goes out and throws six clean innings against them and then gets the yank. They can score 10 runs in the last three innings of the game, which isn't ideal for your stack. But I mean, anytime you can have that much upside, it's just they're always in play. And it's the Red Sox Yankees game. These games always go over. All right. We got the Guardians and the White Sox. Seven total here. Guardians a 135 favorite. Again, like I've been talking about all week, this series matters. It matters a lot. Uh, Bieber going up against Cueto. Any interest here in Shane Bieber? I would have a little bit just because of uh, just because he's Shane Bieber uh, and the White Sox have just been so bad this year. Uh, surprisingly bad this year that they were, they were supposed to be. Um, and I know he only had pretty much one good game against him so far this year, uh, Beaver. But I, I still like this matchup for him. Um, I think he can strike them out pretty well. Um, and like you said, it's a must win for them, just for to keep their playoff hopes keep uh, going. So, go to roster him and get him out. Yeah, I mean, they have done everything they needed to do in this series so far, and I think Beaver on the on the hill here. I don't like him as much as Woodruff, but I think he's an excellent pivot or pairing with Woodruff um, at the top end. We have some cheap bats. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about, you know, the next game and how interesting that game is as a whole. But I think Bieber here is a phenomenal tournament play. The White Sox have so much talent but they have been underperforming all season long. Um, so I think you have to have some interest here in Shane Bieber. Johnny Cueto on the other side, as much as uh, – no, like you just can't. Like <laughs> he has a 15% K rate on the season. Like he doesn't typically go out and get shelled. This team just doesn't strike out so – I just don't see Cueto going more than like five or six innings in the spot. I completely agree. He's he's just a hard no. He got shelled against Oakland. That's all he needs to know. Last game, so I think he was, and then he he he's he's been pitching fairly well this season, making it through. But I think this is it. So to me, you can't roster him. Uh, he's someone I just cannot play. I'll definitely be stacking his against him for sure, though. Yeah, I don't know how much I would stack against them just because the Cleveland lineup doesn't have a ton of ceiling. You know, you got Ramirez and Naylor, but outside of that, like Dre, just like you're you're closing your eyes and you're hoping it hits. Um, and I think there's too many good teams on this slate to do that today. I I, I kind of I, I get what you're saying, but I think 
I think just a, I think just for like purpose of a secondary stack, Quad hits the ball and play a lot, all, uh, like really often. This guy really strikes out. They, all these guys pretty much are a lot of does doesn't strike out. Have like what, like Naylor twelve percent, Jose Ramirez eleven percent, Rosario sixteen, Quad seven percent. So these guys, I think, can hit the ball, put it in play, get some runs that way, and put it on base. Maybe not the highest score, but. I think if they can get like one or two hits, maybe even three, it'll add up a little bit. So I would take some chances with them as a mini stack, um, definitely. Um, not a full, not not a full stack, but definitely mini stack with them for sure. Uh, any interest in the White Sox here? No, <laughs> I'm just not even going to do it to myself, especially against Beaver. Just not going to take that chance. Yeah, yeah, they have caused so much pain for me this year. Oh, I had to read the division. <laughs> yeah. Arizona at LA taking on the Dodgers. Seven total in this game. The Dodgers are 200 favorites. Zach Gullen against Julio Urias. Zach Gullen is a really solid pitcher. Um, <clears throat> really tough matchup if it's a full-go Dodgers lineup here. Yeah, it... It is definitely. That's what the I think we have to pay attention to because I know they have been um, switching their guys in and out a little bit in wrestling. Uh, like I think tonight, for what I'm seeing right now, because um, I have the game up there, um, they got a couple of their guys that are that are not hitting. That's normally their lineup today. So I don't, I I don't mind playing the um, Dodgers always, and but they have not been the great. They haven't have haven't been the best lately, but. This is normally the time of year where they try to where your team likes to make sure you're hitting a stride and turning it on. So I can see them probably getting get a little bit going here, even though Gallup uh, presents them a little bit of a tough matchup, uh, especially against lefties. He's striking out them at twenty seven percent, even though twenty five percent to right is not that far behind. Uh, but he's definitely gonna be a lot of more fly ball uh, fly balls and hard hits to righties though. So guys like Betts Turner would be the way I would go, but I, I just can't see myself rostered. Um, that much of them. Yeah, just I mean, it, it's it's really tough here, um, because they faced a lefty on Wednesday night. So I mean, they gave some of their lefties the day off, and they're going to be right back in the lineup here. It's just the lineup is just so good. Even like some of the guys that come in off the bench are just so good that I probably don't do it unless the lineup is really weak. Um. You'll Julio Urias here, and this is a guy that has been pitching phenomenal, but I really feel like he's going to be a guy that they're going to start saying 80 pitches. Yes, I agree with that 100%. So he's someone I definitely can't can't see myself rostering just off the strength of that. Uh, they got to get him ready for the playoffs. They want to keep make sure everyone goes to the, to the playoffs healthy. So, yeah, he's just a hard no just for that simple fact. 80 pitches, six innings, that's the max, I think, for him today. Maybe five. Yeah, I mean, I think he goes six innings. I don't think it really matters what his pitch count is. I think they're going to yank him at six. So I don't think he has the ceiling as some of the other guys in this price range that I think I'm going to stay away from him in this spot. Um, Any interest in the the Arizona bats here? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... 
I do just because they've they been hitting the ball a little bit better, but they'll be more of a secondary stack. So guys like Varsho would be uh, someone I would want to play. Maybe Christian Walker. Uh, that just just that really main two guys. Carroll has a Corbin Carroll. Uh, it's a nice guy. I think if you get him on base, he can also get get you a steal or two. So solo base or two. So someone someone I don't mind taking shots on, but it'll be more of a secondary stack if anything. Yeah, I'm probably not playing bats in this game in general. I think both these pitchers are good, um, and I don't think I need to play bats from this game. Um, what are your thoughts on the Dodgers here? I uh, mentioned them before, so depending on how how you, how the line comes out, I might play some just in the righties just because I know Galleons were a little bit decent about a fly balls and hard hits to the righty. So guys like Betts, Turner, uh, those are the main two guys I want to target. Will Smith, if he's in the lineup. But it, it really just depends on how the lineup looks, honestly. And so determine how how I play this. All right. So let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Uh, Give me... Wastinski. I'm going to go to that same game and take Mitch Keller. Uh, I think Mitch Keller is a really, really good tournament play today if you're going to go cheap SP2. Um, the strikeout upside is just six plus. Um, had 10 strikeouts earlier this year against the Brewers. So, like, he has the ceiling in this matchup against a high strikeout Cubs team. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh,. Just because I, just because I know the game's happening and it's just part of your team, we'll go Walker, and I want them to go off today. It's <laughs> all good. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I could definitely see it going either way. Um, the Yankees, like you said, they're hot. Walker is just having a phenomenal year. Um, so it's a tough call for sure. I think I, I think I gotta go. I think I got to go Zach Gollin. It's a tough matchup against the Dodgers. It's him or Julio Urias for me. And it could even potentially be Verlander, depending on the lineup. And if we, like, if Houston punts the lineup, I don't think Verlander goes deep into the game for what it's worth. I completely agree with that. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who you got going yard today? Ooh. Uh,. I think we should just exclude our judgment's conversation altogether. I've taken him a lot this week, so I'm not going to take him today. It's not fair. It's not fair to anyone, I don't think. Uh, but I'm going to say, give me. Uh, is he over four four K? Is Alex is Riley over four K? Yeah, is- he, yeah, yeah. I got Riley today. I'm going to go Devers uh, battle of the third basements for us. Um, same price almost too. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like to get on base a couple times in this one? Uh, give me... Uh, give me Killer Falefa today. I'm going to go Andrew McCutcheon. Um, I almost said Renfro, but he's exactly 4K and I break my rules all the time because I can, but I'll go McCutcheon. 
um, today. Um, stack to score six or more runs. Uh, what's the stack that you like today? Give me the Yankees. I am shocked. <laughs> I I'm gonna go Atlanta. I like Atlanta today a lot. I'm gonna go Atlanta. Um, I like Milwaukee a lot today too. I was gonna decide between those two. I like those two teams a lot today. Uh, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no. Uh, just congrats to Aaron Judge on hitting his 61st home run today. Do I hope it. he does. I, I mean, I don't mind that it's against the Red Sox, but as a baseball fan, I want to see him do it in Yankee Stadium for those fans. Um, yeah. Again, I'm not a Yankees fan by any means. I'm a Red Sox fan, but I'm also a baseball fan, and I love going to baseball games. And to be a fan in Yankee Stadium and watch your player hit 61, there's just nothing better than that, man. So I really do hope that he does it in this Red Sox series in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I completely agree. I think he will. And yeah, just just pay attention to your lineup tomorrow. Um and just play accordingly to, to the slate and how these teams are reacting to the playoff positioning because that's what's gonna matter and help you take down some um uh, some money today. Um yeah, I mean, hopefully it all works out. That's gonna wrap it up here for Thursday. Again, if you're looking for the Morning Grind NFL podcast, that'd be out today as well. Dre, always appreciate you coming on. Hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. Good luck. We'll see you again tomorrow.